Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Get you guys out to get rested. That way you guys can come back later on tonight. Amen. As we minister on the workers. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight, amen, If, as I said, if you're part of this church, whether you are an overseer or leader of a ministry right now, you need to be here. If you're already part of a team, I need you to be here. If you want to be part of this team, I need you to be here. Amen. And if you've been here, uh, this is your church. Amen. For You've been part of this church for some time and are not doing anything. It's time to get rooted in serving. I said it's time to get rooted in serving. Together, we are better. Together, we are better. Amen. So just keep that in mind and everything that's been spoken right now. God is setting you guys up. And so he placed some things inside of you this morning that, you know what, I, I can serve here. I can do something here. That is a call from God. So you got to understand, God is doing all this. This is something that he's setting up. So be here tonight, and let's be uh, together. We will be better. Amen. We're in a series right now of going deeper. Amen. And so far, we've come to understand as we go deeper that the Holy Spirit, somebody say Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who reveals, and he is the one that empowers. He is the one that reveals, and he is the one that empowers. And today, we're going to understand that he is the one who releases. You didn't get it. Something got released this morning. He released something in your spirit individually. I'm telling you, he's setting you up. So he's the one who reveals, empowers, and releases. Say that with me. Reveals. Empowers, releases. Reveals, empowers, releases. Okay, I want you to leave with that, okay? Just keep that in mind as we get deeper in the Holy Spirit. There are going to be times, listen church, that you're going to have to step out (laughs) of your comfort zone. Come on, you're going to have to step out where God is calling you to. You're going to have to step out into the depths of the unknown and simply trust God. Come on, tell your neighbors, time to step out. I'm telling you guys, right now, God has placed some things inside of you this morning that God says, I want you to step out in it now. Come on, I'm calling you out. He calls us out to the depths where he is. He, he calls us to the places that, that not only that we can depend on ourselves, but we need, listen, to depend on him. Come on, in those places, amen, we need to trust God, amen. And so he's calling us into a place to step out and simply trust him. The Holy Spirit, listen, is the one that releases that inside of us. Come on, somebody say amen. It is time, church, to step out. Tell your neighbors, time. No, say it's time. Look at somebody and say, it's time. Come on, it's time. It's time. Tell somebody else. Look at somebody else and say, step out. Step out. 
Come on. He's not calling certain people in this place. He's calling every person in this place. Come on, this is not a call for an individual. Individual, It's a call for the church. It's a call for the body of Christ. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. We need to step out. History speaks, listen church, if we are willing to listen. In other words, if we listen and step out, we will make history. We're history makers, church. Come on, somebody. Come on, tell, tell your neighbor, listen up. Come on. It's time to get out of our comfort zone. Come on, too many people. This is, this is not what you were saved for, to sit in a chair and say, I'm right here. I'm in church. This is where I stay. No, no, no. It's not time to bring out the blanket. It's not time to lay down. It's not time for any of that. It's time to get up. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to step up and step out, church. We got to get out of our comfort zone. You got to step out of who we are to who he wants us to be. To serve in his kingdom, church. We have to step out of the I can't to the I can. Come on, we have to step out of the I won't to I will. Come on, come on, too many. I can't, Pastor. I won't, Pastor. Shut up. That's right. I don't want to. I mean, we got to get out of that because with that settles in, it settles us. It settles us into a place that we won't step out. We won't do the things that God is calling us to do. Amen. We'll settle in our comfort zone. And God's saying, I didn't save you for that. I saved you to step out. I saved you to to step out. I saved you to trust in me. We got to get out of those mindsets. I can't, I can't, I can't. No, no, you, you can Got to say, I won't. You got to say, I will. We can make history, listen, for the kingdom of God because the one matters. You matter. Everyone here matters. Young or old, matter. Your children matter, amen. Everyone in this place matters, church. And when we step out to the depths, listen, where God is calling us, then we can experience God's goodness and grace. Somebody say goodness. Somebody say grace. Come on. That will lead us through the depths of our own private battles within our hearts. Come on. There's battles inside of here that stop you. Those are the I can'ts. Those are the I won'ts inside of you. That's the battle that all of us fight. Amen. But when we start to step out where God is calling us, amen, he helps us through that. Listen, don't be deceived. This morning, amen, entry into a relationship with God doesn't automatically set everything straight in our lives. It takes time for God to work everything out. It takes time to adjust and realign to the places in our soul, amen, that that God has been aligning for years. Come on, there's an alignment that he wants to put in your life, amen. Uh, there's some certain things in our lives that got to get straightened out. Can somebody say amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, don't worry. Turn to somebody else and say, it takes time. See, this deep, long-lasting change will come, listen, church, as we move through life with the Holy Spirit. Come on, you got to walk with him. You got to talk with him. 
If we walk with the Holy Spirit, if we talk with the Holy Spirit, we have relationship with the Holy Spirit in this life that we are in serving God, amen, then he will bring the long-lasting changes in our lives. Through experience consistency, how many need some work there? Hallelujah. Come on. Through consistency, through interactions with God, amen, interactions where he leads and we follow, interactions where he initiates and we respond. Interactions where he instructs, and listen, and we obey. He calls us out from the familiar. Those things that you hold on to, your security blanket. Remember Linus and his security blanket? Come on. Listen, church. We can't be Linuses in the kingdom of God. A lot of Christians are like this. This is my security. This is all I can do, Pastor. Don't take my blanket away from me. I don't know who I am. See, I'm not trying to make it funny, but this is what reality is. And when we don't trust God, we hang on to our security blanket. We hang on to the things that are familiar to us. And God's calling us to step out to the unfamiliar. Come on, that we can experience something that we have never experienced before. If we would simply, listen, obey. Tell your neighbor, obey. In Luke chapter 5, verse 4, it says this. When he had finished speaking, this is Jesus speaking here. When he had finished speaking, speaking of Jesus, he said to Simon, now go out where it's deeper. Somebody say, go out. Say, somebody say, Deeper. It says, go out to where it's deeper and let your net down to catch some fish. When we obey church, we will experience the supernatural. I say, when we obey church, we'll experience, uh, let me make this personal. When you obey Charlene, you'll experience the supernatural. Sarah, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. Come on. Pastor Maria, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. See, this is not a this is not picking on anybody. This is the whole body him in. Anna, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. Come on. Edgar, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. Amen. Mario, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. Amen. Xavier, when you obey, you'll experience the supernatural. Come on, is anyone getting this today? Now someone's saying, he didn't call my name. Shut up. Okay, everybody say your name. When you obey, you experience the supernatural. Come on, if you know the story here, church, in the book of Luke that I just read, he, Simon, who we know will become Peter through this experience, was with his friends, his co-workers, and they were just simply doing their job. Understand, this was the first encounter with Jesus. They'd been fishing all night, and they caught nothing. I mean, they were feeling pretty bummed out. I mean, all this work, and there's no, there's no profit. There's no, nothing to show for it. They, so they pulled their boats on shore, and they started to wash their nets. And Jesus comes on the scene. Oh, you didn't get it. So Jesus comes on the scene. 
Let me tell you, anytime Jesus shows up, something's about to happen. I said, Jesus comes on the scene. Come on, come on, has Jesus shown up on your scene? Come on, has he shown up at times, amen, that you're not expecting him because he's about to do something in your life? Jesus comes on the scene, amen. Jesus is preaching on the seashore. Say that ten times. Seashore. <laughs> Sally, Sal, she, no, I can't even say it. I'll start cussing right now, amen. So Jesus is preaching here on the seashore. And he gets into one of the boats, amen, and he tells Simon to push out the boat, and Simon gets in with him. And then he continues to preach to the people on the shore, amen, off the boat. And then when Jesus finishes, he tells Simon, I want you to go back out where it's deeper. Tell your neighbor, go deeper. Oh, come on. Tell your neighbor, come on, go deeper. Tell your neighbor, go farther out. Come on, he's telling him, go out deeper. Uh, go out, Simon. Uh, let's go out deeper. Take me to the deeps. Take me to the depths of this ocean. Take me out further, farther, deeper. And as they go deeper, Jesus tells them, let down your net and prepare for a catch. Now, Simon says, Master, we have been fishing all night and we have caught Nada, nothing, zippo. We haven't done, we, we've been out here already. We have not caught anything. But because you say so, come on, tell your neighbor, Jesus says, come on, because you say so, I will let down the net. And when he started to pull up the net, the catch was so big, the Bible says that the net started to tear. Tell, tell, tell somebody, that's a big catch. <laughs> Come on, that's a big catch there. It started to tear, so Simon calls for his buddies, hey, come and help me. At that time, listen, you've got to catch this. At that time, Simon saw Jesus as Lord. When Simon obeyed Jesus, something was released. I say when Simon believed and obeyed Jesus, something was released. Come on, when you start to obey Jesus, something gets released. Come on, something was released in Simon, and at that time, he saw Jesus as Savior, and he fell to his knees. He saw him as Lord. He saw him as Savior. He saw him as Messiah. And he fell to his knees. Imagine, church, if Simon would not have obeyed. Imagine if he says, you know what? I'm not going back out there. Come on, I've been there all night. And I caught nothing. And what I'm going to do, Jesus, I'm going to roll us back. I'm going to take you to shore. And I'm going to roll home. I'm done. You ever told Jesus you're done? Oh, come on, somebody. Maybe you're too saved on this side. You ever told Jesus you're done? Come on. He could have just said, you know what? I'm done. We've been there. Amen. I'm a professional. I know what's going on. I know this. I know that. Amen. But he said simply because you said. How many times have we told God because we didn't want to obey? 
Come on, we told God, amen. There's many times where God has told you to do something and we simply did not obey. Come on. That's me. If I'm honest, I, there's times where I didn't obey God. What about you? There are many times where God has told us something, told the church, told you individually, and we simply did not want to obey. If Simon would not obey church, he would never experience the supernatural power of God. His obedience, listen, his obedience released power that allowed to see, allowed him to see God in his bigness. Remember the God you see is the God you, come on. Come on, you got to see, you, you, what you get is what you, what you see is what you get, church. If you don't see God moving in your situation, if you don't see God moving in your problems, if you don't see God moving, amen, you see a very little God in you. Things don't happen when you see a small God. Something happened here that Simon would never experienced. Come on, he, he knows where he was all night. And when he threw down that net, he says, I'll do it because you told me to do it. And when that, 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 that catch started to come up, it was so big that it started to rip the net. That was something supernatural. At that moment, his eyes are open and falls to his knees and knows that Jesus was Lord. Church, if we can be honest... Like I said, there are times where we have not listened to God. And listen, we have missed out on the releasing of his power in our lives. God was about to do something big inside of you, but you simply said no to him. And you didn't experience what Simon experienced that day. Come on, how many want to experience what God has for you? Come on, wave your hand. Tell the devil it's me. Tell the devil, you know what, that's me. I'm not going to listen to your lie no more. I'm going to believe in God. I'm going to trust God. I'm not going to believe your lies. Because all it is is lies. You can't, you can't, you can't. You want, you want, you want. And all these things, when you simply, just simply obey God, His power gets released in you. And we experience the supernatural. We tell God, I'm tired already, God. It, it doesn't work. I tried that already, amen. Then try it again. Fast again, pray again, trust again, keep loving again, keep forgiving again. Stay rooted. Somebody say rooted. Say we say it, but do we do it? We have to stay rooted. Come on. Like I said, it's a process sometimes. It's not going to happen automatically, but we simply have to keep on obeying. And when we obey, the time will come where God will release. Come on. He releases the supernatural inside of you. He releases something that all of us are longing for. Because when we experience it like Simon did, then our eyes are open. Tell your neighbor, go out deeper. Go out deeper, church. Come on, he's telling us to go deeper in him, uh, to go deeper in the Lord, amen. You know what? why he told me to get out? What God just gave me this morning, I, and this is my own revelation. I'm not saying you can take it to the bank, amen. No, no, this is what I felt. God says, you know, go out, Peter, go away. Get away from all the people, the distractions of the world, and let us be alone, just me and you. 
Because I'm about to do something. Because, but if you're hanging out with your friends, if you're hanging out with the world, you're not going to see or you're not going to do what I told you to do. So he tells him, I'm going way out there. Take me out deep. He says, throw the net. Now, the guys on the shore would have heard that and they would have been closer. They probably said, come on, we've been out there. Come on, Peter. You're going to catch nothing. Your marriage is not going to work out. Who said that? You don't hear those voices? You can't do that. You won't do that. Go deeper, Peter. Let's get away from all this negativity. Let's go out. Come on, let's go deep. Now it's just me and you. It's just me and you, Peter. Who was Simon at the time. It's just me and you, Simon. I'm about to blow your mind. Throw the net over. Master, we've been out here. We've been out here all night. We didn't catch nothing. But because you said, I'll throw it. And then the supernatural was released. Fish catch so big that the net started to tear. We need to be like Simon. And Simon says, <laughs> for you older folks that get it, man, the young people are like, what does that mean? Come on, we need to be like Simon. And Simon says, because you said, Lord, I will do it. I will obey. Man, church, if the church would simply just do that part. <laughs> oh, let me make this a little personal. If PCLV would just do that part. Oh, my God. If we simply just obeyed, every single person here obey what God told them to do, my Lord, I would be such a happy pastor. <laughs> and I'm talking about myself, too. Amen. Come on. What, man, this, it, I guess you're not seeing what I would see. Man, if we would simply just do what Simon said. What Simon said, you know what, what Simon did, you know what, God, because you said. If we would be a people that will simply just say that. Because you said. I'm going to do it. See, Simon threw over the net on the side. And despite of fishing all night and catching nothing all night, he didn't keep on using his excuses. He only told him one time, he said, you know, Master, we've been out here, but because you said. He didn't use excuses. He didn't voice his opinion. Amen. He simply did what Jesus told him to do. And he says, because you said, I'll do. I'll obey. See, when you start to say, because you said. When we start to say, because your word says, Lord. Because when we start to believe that, that he is truly a man of his word, church. And do you believe that, church, or do you just sing it? Come on, we sing that song, you're a man of your word, and everybody was worshiping God this morning. And I said, I wonder if they really believe that. Because when you start to believe it, church, that he is who he says he is, and that is, listen, that is what the book of John is all about. 
If you simply just read what I told you to read, read a chapter a day in the book of John, tell the, tell, tell the Holy Spirit, take me deeper. I want to know you deeper. Amen. If you simply start to do that, if you can put a title on the book of John, it would just simply be believe. Come on, do you believe I'm the Son of God? Do you believe I come from the Father? Do you believe in me? Amen. If you believe in me, then you believe in the Father. If you see me, then you see the Father. Amen. You start, all it is is about believing Jesus. And here it's all about believing, church. Because when you really start to believe, amen, it's when you really start to root yourself inside of him, amen. I'm talking about commitment. I'm talking about... Is my, this mic going down? Testing. Something just happened. Amen. I lost some voice. Oh, devil. Ha, ha, I got it back. You didn't hear that. I heard that. Amen. The mic went down. Come on. They, they didn't even touch it. <clears throat> ha, ha. Come on, because when you really start to believe church, amen, when you start to root yourself, I'm talking, you start to get committed. You start to be faithful, amen. You start to be loyal. There's dedication inside of you to the work of God, not to this church, but to God himself, amen. When you root yourself and you step out in that church, it will cause you to step out to the unknown. When you really root yourself, amen, you really believe who he is and you really believe the word that he's speaking to you, that he can do all things through you, amen. You believe that you will step out where God calls you to. Without any question, without any hesitation, church, you will experience something that you've never experienced before. The releasing of the supernatural comes into your life. Come on, tell your neighbor, step out. Go deeper. You got to go deeper, church. Come on. Don't just step by where the water's just right here. You know, or some of us, we just get in the, we just go on the edge of the pool and just put our feet in there. This is where all I want to do right here. You know, we just want, we're splashing. Yeah, it's fun being saved. There's a lot of Christians like that. They're sitting at the edge of the pool. God said, come deeper. We're like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Can I take my floaty? <laughs> we, we don't know. He says, come deeper. Just come. So he tells Peter, go out deeper. Peter doesn't know what he's doing. Simon doesn't know what he's talking. He's just simply, okay, let's go. We're going deeper. We're going deeper. And then he tells him what he wanted to do. Come on. When we go deeper, church, and we start to obey God, let me tell you, you start to step out to the unknown. You'll experience that releasing power, the supernatural power in our lives. And then, and only then, Lord, listen, then you will see God who he really is. See, we only get a, a small picture of God in our familiar. We get a small picture of God. We, we try to contain God. And this is, this is God, and I'm saved. And, and this is all. It, it, we contain him. And he's saying, you know what? I'm much bigger than that. If you simply step out, I'll show you my bigness. I, I'll show you something. And, I'll re- and then I will release something inside of you that will empower you. Not to stand in your own confidence, but to stand in his confidence. That you can do things for God. 
You can't overcome. You can't say no to sin. Because you're obeying God. It causes conviction. It causes things when you step into the unknown. Here, you're controlling it. Are you getting this? You're controlling the environment. You're controlling God. You're, you're setting God. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He, he's here. He's, he's a God that's saying, but he says, I want you to step out. See, when you step out to the unknown, you will experience who he is, the releasing power of the supernatural, and your eyes are open to who he is. That will cause you, listen, to bow down. What do you say this morning? Bow down. See, we, we, we simply just obey, right? But you didn't really know what he was really doing. Because you obeyed him, when you, when you sat down and, and, and you felt the presence of God, then something was about to release. God started touching people in a place that you never experienced. People were crying. It was overwhelming. For some people, they just simply kneeled down. It was just, it was just okay. It's a routine thing, a religious thing. But God says, I'm making a supernatural thing. I'm about to release some power, and I'm about to deposit gifts and talents. And that's what he was doing this morning. Because when you simply obey God, amen, then he releases. He releases. He releases the supernatural. He, he starts to remove the I can'ts and I won'ts, amen, and I can and I will. starts to rise up inside. That's why I told you to stand up in confidence. Because if we stand up in our flesh again, we're not going to do nothing. We're going to walk out this place today. Oh, you know what? It was a great service. Yeah, I got moved. I got on my knees. It felt cool. He doesn't want you to feel cool. He wants you to walk out empowered, flexing your spiritual muscles. And yeah, yeah. We're ready to fight. You're ready to fight for your marriage. You, you can walk out fighting for your finances. You can fight that sickness through. You can fight, church. Fight, fight, fight. He wants to empower you. Yes. It will cause you to bow down and say what Simon said. In Luke 5, 8, when Simon Peter fell, saw this, this catch, this miraculous thing, and his eyes are open, something's released inside of him. He sees Jesus is Lord, amen. He, he says, at this, he fell to Jesus' knees and said, away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. Come on. How many know that we're all sinners? We're all sinners, amen. When we're in the presence of God, the true us comes out, church, and we start to go, I'm not worthy, right? Come on, we're in his presence. I'm not worthy, amen, but we are sinners saved by what? Grace, hallelujah, amen. Uh, come on, we're all sinners, amen, but we're saved by grace, amen. Listen, when you realize uh, Jesus, amen, you realize who you are, and apart from him, we cannot do anything, church. Who are you? Who am I to say no to God when he tells me to do something? Who am I to say no to God? I want you to go tell him I love him. No. Hello, I want you to do this. No, I want you to forgive. No, I want you to love. No, now, now. That's how we are, amen. We do, it's us, amen. God says, I want you to do something because I'm about to release something in you. It's not for them, it's for you. If you simply obey, you release 
the power, the love. You, ah, Church. What about Paul? Come on, we've been learning about him on Wednesdays, and Pastor uh, Brother Garrett has been doing a great job, amen, bringing the word, amen, bringing a, vis- uh, a video to, to visit the, the, the land, amen, where Paul walked at, amen. But what about him after his encounter with, with the supernatural on the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9? Come on, his life, that encounter, his life was never the same. Come on, everything that he thought was right, everything that he knew was right, he considered rubbish. Come on, his public opinion, his status, his money, his position, his personal power were no longer a a priority in his life. He was no longer, uh, he no longer had the I'm better than you attitude. That's what Paul had. I'm better than you. You guys are wrong. You guys are getting wrong. Kill the Christians. Wipe them all out. I'm doing God's word. He's like, I'm better. He got off his high horse. High horse. (laughs) As Brother Garrett put it, it makes sense that he got off his high horse literally and he humbled himself. In Acts chapter 9, verse 6, it says this. So he, speaking to Paul, trembling and astonished, he said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city. And you will be told what you must do. See, Paul recognized him as Lord. Paul got up and obeyed the Lord. Come on. And the supernatural, listen, was released in him. He was so humbled that he called himself a prisoner of Jesus Christ. Prisoner is a person who has been captured and held captive. Amen? And this is what he decided to call himself. He could have chosen a number of other titles, church, teacher, pastor, but he chose prisoner of Christ. And he wore that badge with honor. I'm nobody. I'm just a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I'm captivated by him. I'm held in his love. He's my Lord. He's my master. And what he says to do, I do. And each time when he stepped out because of the I do's church, he experienced the supernatural. Come on, Paul did some great things, church. Why? Because he obeyed. Why? Because he believed. He believed. Come on, understand that Paul was an educated man. Come on. He attended the finest schools. Amen. He spoke several different languages. He was a multi-talented man. Amen. And at that moment when he became a follower of Jesus Christ, the Jewish community mocked him. But none of that bothered Paul. He delighted in being identified as a prisoner of Christ. Come on. He was held captive by the forgiveness of of God, amen. And Paul even says, I am the least of anyone. He didn't put himself on the high horse anymore. He didn't put himself, I'm better than everyone else. He says, I'm the least. I'm the chief sinner. I'm the lowest of the lowest. That's how humble he became. Paul got up after being struck down 
on that dusty road to Damascus and was delighted to be captured God's amazing grace. Paul didn't need a position. Paul didn't need a title. He was thrilled to be considered a servant, a prisoner of Christ. Paul humbled himself and called himself the least above everybody because not because he had low self-esteem of himself, church. He humbled himself saying, I am nothing. I am nothing without you, God. And as I obey you, I'll please you. Do you know that? As you obey God, you please him. When you simply do what he tells you to do, that you put a smile on him. When you show up tonight, <laughs> you're going to put a smile on him? It's the truth. Because you're coming as a servant. I'm not here as a seat warmer. I'm not here as this or that. or whatever. I'm, I'm coming here as a servant. I want to be used by God. And God has placed something in me. Because I know that this morning he placed something in every single person in this place. I know it without a shadow of doubt. Because that's what God calls us to do, to be more like his son, right? So that's the goal, right? To be like Jesus. Yeah. All through life's journey, amen, is to be like Christ. Amen. And then we sang that song, didn't we? It's an old song that we sang, to be like Jesus. That's life's journey. That's life's goal. It's not to have the biggest church. It's not to be the best pastor. It's not a, I want to be like Jesus. I want to be a, known as a servant of God. I want to be a, known as a prisoner of Christ. That is something that, that should be in all of us, amen. That you know what? I'm in chains because of Jesus. Church, as you obey God, you please him. And when you please him, the Holy Spirit releases, listen, something supernatural in you. The areas that where you lack, now you become strong. Those things that you say, I can't do this, I can't be that, you start to become that, and you start to do that. Because you need some help, church. You've been trying it by yourself for years, and it does not work. But when you simply start to obey God and his word, then something starts to come inside of you once you start to believe. Not only obey, but you got to believe. It's very important. See, a lot of people obey, but they don't believe. But when you obey and believe, then, then it gets released. Something happens inside of us. And the things that you said, like I said, that you said you, you can't, now you do. So it's supernatural. Like, man, I could really do this. Yeah. Not on your own, but Holy Spirit can help you. He's there to help you. He wants to help you. He's just like, right here, right here, sis, come on, I'm right here. <laughs> Right here, tap in, guy. Why are you tapping into your flesh? Why are you tapping into your anger? Why are you tapping into cussing and all this other stuff? And why, why are you getting all, tap into me, I'll strain me, I'll shut your mouth. I'll give you the words to say instead of that word. Amen? Amen. I'm, I'm telling you, that, that's, that's the power. You got to believe. You got to obey. You got to believe. And when you believe, something supernatural comes inside of you. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourself, uh, your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. 
Don't conform to the pattern of this world. Don't conform to your own thoughts, your own mentality, the way you were brought up. All this stuff has to go away. You got to change your mind thinking, amen. It says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, amen. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, good, pleasing, and perfect will. Paul surrendered to who he was in the past, to, to, the, to, uh, to who he hoped to be in the future. He stopped giving orders and he started taking directions from the Holy Spirit, giving the Holy Spirit full access to his heart, to his plans, and to his purposes. I'm not going to longer do what I thought. I'm going to do what you tell me to do now. I'm going to close with this. Listen, there are areas within our lives that must be confronted and boldly surrendered because the Holy Spirit is the one who releases that transformation. Romans 12 says, don't conform, but be transformed. Don't conform, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. It doesn't say, this is how I am. It doesn't say, come on, it says, be transformed. It doesn't say that, you know, this is the way I am, Pastor. This is the way I was raised. No, no, no. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that renewing and that believing, that obeying, comes a releasing from the Holy Spirit. You can change your pride. You can change anger, church. And the ways that you thought they're not right, if you allow the Holy Spirit to be released inside you to bring change. We must get rooted. It's about getting rooted, church. Rooted. Rooted is going to be in your face all year long. It has to go down inside. Can I just be a, a chant? And we will chant. But when you start to chant and really believe it, something happens inside of you. Something, something deepens you. Belief starts to grow inside of you. And you start, when you say that word, you're like, I'm getting rooted. I am who he says I am. He is who he says he is. And you believe that word and I obey that word. And now you're experiencing the supernatural in your life. If this doesn't happen, church, listen. If this does not happen in 2022, then you are just coming to church. I have warned you that going deeper is not going to be an easy journey. That's why many people avoid it. But if we root ourselves in 2022, church, the Holy Spirit will reveal, will empower and will released in your life. Amen. One little quick, quick thing I'm going to share with you real quickly. Then I'm going to wrap it up. Worship team can come up. It says, Jesus didn't die so that we can come to church. He died so that we would become the church. He didn't die for you just to come to church. He died that you will become the church.
Let's become the church by coming tonight. And let's do our part and serve in his kingdom. And the things that you say that in your mind I can't do, let me tell you, with the Holy Spirit's help, you'll be able to. Thank you.